Josh, he is an American joining a company in Dubai, but he's going to get 20% ownership. What will be the, the tax consequences of that 20% ownership? Well, I mean, I think that depends on how many other American owners there are, if, if any, right? So, I mean, that's something that will have to be analyzed. If, if there's no other American owners and he just has the 20%, then, you know, he'll have to file. Well, I'll let you speak to the filing requirements, but the tax consequences of, of the pure ownership, as long as it's not, uh, you know, U.S. owners more than 50%, is going to be, you know, he'd have a capital gain if he, if he ever sold it. Uh, but you might want to talk a little bit to the compliance requirements because, as you know, there's for sure going to be someone else. <laughs> yeah, so it's just an additional form of Form 5471 where you potentially need to disclose the, the activity of the company, the name, address, and the financials, uh, potentially. And as, as Jimmy already mentioned, if there are other U.S. persons involved or if you have a directorship or stuff like that, it may require additional disclosure. But it's mainly a disclosure piece as opposed to a tax consequence. But having said that, some people find the, the cost, the compliance burden from a cost point of view to be pretty onerous, but yeah. I, I, would, I, would, just, I would just add to that really quick that, I mean, one of the issues that, that I've had um, with, with clients becoming owners in, in, in foreign companies is a lot of times, especially if all the other shareholders are not US people, they don't want to give you the information, right? And if you're a 20% owner, becomes difficult to force the information and to force their hand, right? So a lot of times, you know, they'll be reluctant to tell you if anybody else is, is American because they won't want to go ask the other shareholders like, hey, do you have a second passport or this or that? They find it intrusive and they don't want to hand over the financials. And I would just add, if I'm not mistaken, you'd also, depending on the value, you need to put it on an 8938, right? Uh, I or will you get an exemption to that if you file a 54 something? Exactly, exactly. Uh, but to, to your point, oh. with the reluctance to disclose, we've seen instances where, well, if you if you have signatory authority over the bank yeah. for the company, you need to disclose the bank balance as well. And that's something else that makes the other shareholders quite uncomfortable. But again, there's no tax consequence. It's simply a, a disclosure requirement. So, but sir, you had a question? Yeah, I was just gonna say on that, when you said onerous, how onerous is it? If there's multiple American owners over 50%, potentially up to 100% of the company. Uh, well, you know, every, <laughs> how much does it cost, right? So. It, it really depends on the complexity of it because what we sometimes have to do is translate from whatever foreign gap into U.S. gap and whether they're fixed assets, we might have to tinker with the depreciation and make it U.S. compliant. But generally speaking, on the low end, if it's a simple service company, it's a simple uh, p and it's $1,500, but it can just go up depending on how complex it is. But, but I would just add to that, right? Like if you're going to have multiple U.S. owners where the, the U.S. ownership becomes more than 50%, um, then you have a whole host of other tax issues that come into play, right? Then it might be considered a controlled foreign corporation. Then you need to start looking at what types of income it's earning. You know, is it active income? Is it passive income? Is subpart F going to apply? Is guilty going to apply? Because when those apply, then the U.S. shareholders become liable for U.S. tax on the profits of that business, whether or not they actually receive the money, right? So I think that that's, that's another thing to consider. And that will also, I, I mean, I would imagine, will impact the compliance side of it as, as well. It gets quite a bit more complex to do the guilty and subpart F reporting. Exactly, yeah. Yes, sir, in the back, back row. Sorry, you said um, more than 50%. What about at 50%? Mm -hmm. At 50%, it's not a controlled foreign corporation. Yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. All right. <clears throat> yes, sir? As an entrepreneur, like a 
freelancer or a solo company, a 100% ownership of your own company. So you like it? Sorry, just the mic so everyone else can hear. Sorry. Yeah. So just um, if it's a small company, if you're the sole owner of your own company, it's 100%. Is mm -hmm. that a bit different or how does it work? Not really, right? So if, if you, so let's just say, for example, you're, you're a, you know, a freelancer, like you say, you operate through a wholly owned free zone company here in the UAE. The U.S. is going to treat that as a controlled foreign corporation, um, and they're going to look at what type of income it's earning, right? If it's passive income, it's going to be subject to the subpart F regime and taxable to the U.S. shareholder, whether or not they actually receive the money from the company. Or if it's active income, it's going to be subject to, to guilty and also subject to tax, whether or not they get the money. Just the rates are a little bit different, how it applies a little bit different. I mean, a lot of times in situations like that, what we recommend doing is doing a, a check the box election to treat it as a disregarded entity so that basically for tax for US tax purposes, um, the company doesn't exist, in which case they would be treated just as a self-employed person in the US, right? They file a Schedule C, report all their income, they have to pay income tax and self-employment tax, and I think there's another form they gotta file too, right? If it's a foreign disregarded entity. Idiot 58, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.